0: This is the Nightcap on v the Sports Betting Network.
1: Hour three of the Nightcap. What's that, uh, ladies and gentlemen? The weekend. It is, uh, it is the weekend for those on the East Coast. Happy Saturday. Still Friday, rolling along here strong. Jim Root hanging out, kind enough at Second Chance Points on Twitter. The Three Man Weave, check them out on Twitter as well. Check out their websites. Uh, Field of 68 they You're everywhere. You
2: guys are. Yeah, you'll you'll find me. You're if you like want an to.
1: infomercial at 4 a.m. Like, oh, there's the Three Man Weave. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, but we appreciate you as always coming in. So we have uh, we've kind of bounced around, and and this is the the way I've liked the show. We've done some futures odds. We've done some. You know, mid-majors to to watch. And now, let's have a little competition. So, the rules are still kind of being tweaked out. But I want to do a draft. A futures draft for the NCAA tournament. But, after we pick three, the last two need to be long shots. So, the rule I came up with was at DraftKings, they need to be either 35-1 to or longer to win the tournament. Or... 15 to one or longer to make the final four. So with that being said, how do we grade this out? I mean, obviously, if you pick the champ, probably should win. But, I mean, the odds have to mean something, right? I right. Think. Yeah. So maybe
2: like I got I a gr- a win multiplier for uh, you multiply the wins by the, the odds. I don't yeah. know. This, if this anyone, be, have, no.
1: anyone have any suggestions on how we need to grade this out, let us know. But uh, all right. Who gets the – all right, first, real quick, are we doing first pick and then two picks or just back and forth? What? I, I'm, a, I'm a snake draft guy, All right, so let's keep it that way. All right. Okay. So we got a coin here. Who will go first? Vegas on one side, deck of cards on the other. Uh, we'll say Vegas is heads, cards is tails. All right? You're going to call in the air, Jim. Heads.
2: Was cards, tails. Cards is tails. All right. I, I, I was going heads because it was heads in the Super Bowl. I tried to I tried to ride that, but it didn't work out. All right, so I get the first pick, or
1: do I take the second? And Up to you. Tell me. You know what I'm going to do? You have the first pick, sir, and I will take the turnaround. So wish we had some like, music to get it going here. All right, Jim has the first selection in our Futures draft. Who does the Jim
2: Root congregation select? I got to go with the best team. It's not great odds, but I'm taking that Gonzaga, even at 4-1. to one, I just want to have the Bulldogs on my side. I'm going to be cheering for them no matter what. All right. Because I've got my own futures position on them, but let's go Zags. What was the longest available on Gonzaga? In the preseason, there was, there was nine-to-ones in town here, and I also got some 10-to-1. Uh, I can't remember. What, it might have been at Barstool. Okay. But, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, First selection goes to Jim. He will go with the Zags. Four to one to win it all, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm cheering for them to make the final four because I gotta I gotta win that bet against uh, Sean. So yeah. by the way, last year I want to say one of my favorite plays and you had to lay juice but it wasn't that bad was them to
2: win the region here at circa you could i want to say it was mu- minus 190 i feel like you and yeah. i were both in on. yeah that. i'm
1: like i know you have to lay juice but if you you kind of multiplied it out too because everyone's like well never do that just do a rollover parlay i'm like they're going to be enormous on the money line everywhere and then you did have a couple upsets because they right. ultimately played usc in the elite eight so it, it actually worked out, and it was that was an easy, easy win. Well, yeah,
2: they won <laughs> every game by double digits. Yeah, they just
1: steamrolled their way. All right, so you went with the Zags. So I got to cross them off my big board. So I get the turnaround. Uh, I will go with the future that I have. Still, I will go with the Auburn Tigers with the second selection. Number two on my board. You 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 picked the the good one there. Number three is tricky. Um, you know, we had that discussion earlier. But uh, I'm going to roll with, I'm going to leave a team that I know you like. I'm going to roll with Kentucky. I know Ty Ty Washington and uh, his injury concerns, they, they worry me a little bit. Uh, but I will, will roll with Kentucky as my second selection. So I will go Auburn and Kentucky. Currently, Auburn is uh, 10-1 to at DraftKings and Kentucky at 9-1. to Leaving Jim Root with
2: Arizona. And I feel like that's probably where you're headed. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it away quite yet. I, I do think you should go out and bet the SEC to win the title, though. Ooh. Seems like you. Uh, I like you kind of lean towards. I
1: mean, that. I'll be honest. I mean, I I've talked Kentucky up, and now they're at nine to one. And I think you make a good point, though, what you said earlier, which is, even though Oscar Toshibwe is the favorite to win the Wooden Award, Ty Ty Washington feels like the engine there, and that's why I think as we'll get to it later, I think Alabama at plus seven is a good bet tomorrow against Kentucky in a little revenge spot. Um, And you're seeing that number just posted here at Circa at six and a half. I might have to... Why don't you pick... I got a bet plus seven right now because that's going away.
2: I have a point of clarification, though, I'm sorry. Uh, Can I take a long shot earlier? Do I need to take the other three first? No, you could do whatever you want. Okay. You just have to pick two long shots. I'm 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 intrigued here. I'm going to take one of the long shots, and I, I have a feeling you set the threshold as you did for a reason. So maybe I'm stealing this from you. Maybe I'm not. But Can I,
1: I guess? Here, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to write it down.
2: Yep. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to show the screen. Okay, hold on. Hold yeah. on. All right. I, I will I will, uh, I'll will. vamp. This is a team I like. They're super strong defensively, and they are right on the cut line. All of right. Where, Mr. Murray? 35 to 1. To win the title, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. There it is. There it is. Texas Tech. He's got it. Yeah. Nailed it. I just think that's terrific value for them, and and they they fit just inside the parameters. So, I, I had it's to good draft there. strategy. Yeah,
1: because you did you calculate it out? So would I have had the first long shot selection? I don't know, but uh, all right, it's yep. a good play. So Jim is rolling. So now it comes back to me. Oh, no, I've got two.
2: Oh, well, I'll I'll do what you thought I was going to do, and I'll take Arizona. Arizona. Okay, yep. I love the Wildcats.
1: All right, so now I have to go. So all right, to recap where we stand right now, Jim has Gonzaga. Texas Tech and Arizona, that's a pretty good portfolio there. I've got Auburn and Kentucky. Um, you know, Texas Tech, let's just talk about them real quickly. 35 to 1 right now. Uh, it's funny. I, I think I did primetime action a week or two ago with Gil and Matt Brown, and I believe you were on that same day or you were on the day before, and they said, hey, look at the board, and, and who do you like? Longshot, I was like, uh, at the time, it was like 40 to 1. I was like, Texas Tech. I was like 40 to 1. So – we talked we did real or fake with some of the bigger boys. Texas Tech,
2: why can they make this run? The defense is unbelievable. Like they, they have the best paint defense in the country. I think of their 24 games or something, uh, 24 opponents. They've held like 18 of them to their lowest paint points in the paint total of the entire season. So that's something that's repeatable in the NCAA tournament, but They've also been invincible at home and that's kind of propped them up. So the fact that they're not going to have that home court advantage in the tournament is troubling. However, I was at the 2019 final four. I saw how that fan base traveled. It was incredible. They're going to have some good crowds in their favor, especially if they get decent seating. So I think it's worth a gamble there with a great defense and an offense that is coming around. I'll say. All right. So uh, where we stand
1: right now, once again, uh, our futures draft. So, you have to pick some long shots. Jim still has one non-long shot that he has uh, able to select because he has gone Gonzaga, long shot Texas Tech at 35 to one, and he is rolling with the Wildcats of Arizona. Uh, for my third selection, I will go with another future that I have. It's a bit of a boomer bust. Um, I go Kansas, Kansas at 15 to one. Those are my. Hold on. I'm trying to think of whose ceiling is higher, Duke or Kansas. Oh,
2: I guess you can only take one of them. Yeah, I can yeah. only
1: take one. I'm going to I'm gonna regret this, but I feel like the ceiling for Duke with a lottery, with a top, maybe the number one over a pick in Palo Boncaro, Keels, size. I will go Duke and maybe the mojo of uh, Coach K's final year. I don't know. Uh, they won't be a one seed, but hey, as – Twitter reminded me they they don't have to be a one seed to win a national title they won at ninety one so yeah. uh, Duke long shot my first long shot Jim I have Texas Tech removed from the board so that's unfortunate there mm, debating between two and I'm gonna go Arkansas to make the final four at eighteen to one as my long shot.
2: Tim, if we're going by my board, you have terrific value All right, you picked off the, the like number two, number three title team, the number two long shot. So I, I like what you're doing there.
1: Yeah, I, that was my number one. Uh, there was another one that I was debating, but uh, that'll be, so uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the fighting muscleman's hopefully, you know, with this sling, he gets, it's starting to get a little mobility back there, but you know, when, when you think about making runs, to the final four, you just you need to get hot. You need a, uh, a team that's you know got some talent on there, and and look, they've made a run here. They beat Auburn. I mean, you've seen their capabilities that they can reach uh, really high levels. So uh, I will go Arkansas. I think that's actually uh, you know Jim, as we talk about it, eighteen to one for them to make the final four. It seems like that's a reasonable play at yeah. eighteen oh, yeah. to one.
2: I mean, they're hundred to one at DraftKings to so win the title. I think that's awfully high too. Uh, I think what they are now and what they've been over the past couple of weeks is more true to what they are. Early in the season, they were sorting out rotations. They lost to Hofstra. I I think they're a lot more uh, close to what they're going to be in the tournament right now, and that's like a top 15-ish team.
1: All right, so Jim, Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Arizona, you have one more non-long shot, uh, and you have your final
2: long shot as well. So for my non-long shot, I'll take Kansas. I just think that's now we've knocked out the best six teams in the country. Would you have gone Kansas or Duke? I think you did the right thing with upside. Yeah. I, I think Duke has the higher ceiling. We've seen that in some of their bigger games. So I had Kansas higher on my board, but I actually did yeah. too. It's funny. I had I had Duke six
1: and Kansas four, and I don't know. I, I just there's something off with this team. Yeah. And that's why I love them preseason when I got them at fourteen to one. Um, we're gonna have to hit a break. So hold on. Because we still have two more selections These are of, of our them. of our draft. And then we promise into a loaded slate of college basketball, we will break down as many games as we can, but still two more selections in our futures draft. It is the nightcap here on VC.
0: This is the Nightcap on V the sports betting network.
1: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion, but around your local team, we've got you covered with the City Casts brought to you by Bet Rivers. We've got City Casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly. Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Little birdie told me that Jim Root is on the L.A. CityCast with Danielle Alvari, So check out the CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Jim Root hanging out. Three-man weave at Second Chance Points on Twitter. Uh, they will have their best bets up tomorrow morning. What, 1130? Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, sometime around then.
1: All right, there you go. So uh, the best bets for the day. We will break down the full card momentarily, but we're having a little fun here. Um, you know, I trying to think about how to properly grade this because obviously if one of us has the national champion, you would think they would, we would automatically win, but I don't know. There has to be something about teams making it deep or something like that. So we are doing a, a, uh, a draft on futures. I won the toss, but I elected to defer the gym with the first pick went Gonzaga snake style. I went Auburn and Kentucky. We put in the stipulation you could have three big boys, but you need to have two long shots. That's either 35 to one in the title uh, in the uh, national championship market at DraftKings, or 15 to one or longer to make the final four. Jim went with his long shot with the fourth pick, Texas Tech, grabbed Arizona. I responded with Duke, and then my long shot, my first long shot was Arkansas, 18 to one to make the final four. The final big boy has been selected. That would be Kansas by Jim. And Jim, you have one more selection. It will be your long shot. What do you got?
2: Between two teams that we discussed earlier this this uh, particular show, I'm going to go with Murray State, 25 to one, to make the final four. Ooh. I think the team is is legit. The way that they are rated by analytics, they're, they're uh, one spot behind Arkansas and Ken Palm right now. And so I'm getting the team at 25 to one there that you know maybe is roughly equal value to a team that's 18 to one. I'll take that. I, I think uh, I talked about it a lot earlier in this episode, but the athleticism, the depth, the shooting, I think it's real. And I, th- I think we'll see them at least win a game in the NCAA tournament. And then it gets to the Sweet 16 and we start having some fun.
1: Yeah. All right. My final selection, um, you know, my top two rated long shots. I knew Texas Tech would be gone. Uh, I was hoping that I could get it. Wise move by you to make it an early selection. Smart decision there. Veteran move. Uh, Arkansas was my number one though. I liked. I'm gonna go Tennessee to win the title at 45 to one. That will be my last long shot. Don't love it. Um, I was thinking some Mountain West team to make a run to the Final Four. Maybe a Wyoming. Um, Yeah, I saw Colorado State was 35 to one. I thought about it. Uh, I had initially I thought maybe UConn to make the Final Four 18 to one, but I don't know. I just haven't seen a lot. Once again, the ceiling for Tennessee, top five defensive efficiency. Uh, They just thumped Kentucky, albeit at home, really good spot to fade Kentucky and no tie tie Washington. Um, But I I think the ceiling, you could see a run here. They beat Arizona. Uh, So one of the few teams to do that. So uh, that'll be my final selection there in our futures draft. uh, So Jim Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Arizona, Kansas. And Murray State to make the final four. Uh, I am rolling with Auburn, Kentucky, Duke, Arkansas to make the final four at eighteen to one, and Tennessee at forty-five to one. So there you go. We'll tweet it out. Uh can make fun of us. We'll see. We'll bring it we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back full circle. As the tournament goes on, we'll have updates on uh, on all of this and uh we'll have to have some sort of uh, bet on yeah. the line. Oh, yeah. I don't so know it what bad. it is. Yep. If you, I any, wanna be able to tweet mean things. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean look. I've been tweeting Sean King for however long now about this Villanova <laughs> bet. I mean, he's never going to live it down. And I made sure the folks back there we clipped that off. We put it out there on Twitter, so it's out there, baby. It is. Uh, it is out there. All right, let's get to the slate. It's a great one, uh, and uh, let's just kind of go in in chronological order. Obviously, we're not going to have plays on on every single game, but we can have thoughts. Uh, lines are out for all these games, and uh, they're they've been moving. And uh, we'll we'll start with the big boys and as the show goes on maybe we will hit on some of uh, the games that are off the radar that 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 you see some value in but we'll start with Illinois visiting Michigan State rotation 613 614 uh, Illinois opened uh, as a pick they are now a slight favorite at most spots minus 1 Illinois coming off the loss to Rutgers. Is this a bounce-back spot for the Illini? Come tomorrow, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific at Michigan State.
2: Yeah, it's bounce-back for both. Michigan State had the loss at Penn State. A little disappointing for them. The the first meeting for them was weird because Kofi Coburn was a late scratch. So we thought, oh, okay, Michigan State will dominate. And they got ahead a little bit, but they, they lost. They lost to an Illinois team without Kofi Coburn. That was rather alarming. I think that was maybe the start of this little mini slide that Michigan state has been on. now you bring Kofi back into the equation. I guess I see why the money is coming in the way it is. Uh, I probably have this right around a pick myself. So I don't, I don't know if I'll, if I'll be betting it, but man, I, it, the fact that they've already lost without Kofi is, is alarming. You know, after the champions classic
1: Jim, I said, I don't like this Michigan state team. And then they started to win some games and, and you know, then they had some really nice wins, uh, you know, come January 12th, they were 14-2. and two. I was like, well, I guess I was just wrong. Um, and then we've kind of seen the warts, right? They lost to Northwestern. They had a nice win on the road to Wisconsin. But then you mentioned the Kofi Coburn. That Without Kofi Coburn, they lost to Illinois. They've now lost to Rutgers. Everyone loses the Rutgers at the rack. I get it. But they got their butts whipped by Rutgers. Like, yep. hammered. Wisconsin, they lost to. So, uh, I'm with you. I- I'll-, I'll pass this game. But uh, it would be Illinois or pass. Uh, yeah. for me on this one. Uh, another game that is uh, a bit head-scratching. I-, I don't know what to do with Xavier right now. Earlier this week, I was on St. John's, but I didn't think they'd win outright in the fashion that they did double digits on the road at Cintas Center. Xavier visiting UConn. The number, uh, consensus number is six and a half. UConn laying six and a half against Xavier. UConn still in the top 25. Um, the ceiling for UConn is is pretty, pretty good. Uh, but we've seen some lulls. They did just lose to Xavier, so maybe a little revenge factor.
2: Yeah, I think um, that's part of the handicap, yeah. for sure. Uh, it, UConn's tricky because they, they can play great stretches of basketball, but then they, they can be boneheads for a little bit. Uh, Danny Hurley had a couple technicals in games recently. He's that wild, man. Really hurt their momentum. He's he's like basically acknowledged that I've, I've been hurting our team, so hopefully he starts to clean up that sideline behavior. But I'm kind of debating either taking UConn or the under here. Mm. Uh, I I trust what the defense has been doing lately, and Xavier could be without Nate Johnson, one of their best shooters. Clearly missed him in their last game when he did not play, so I think that hurts them on the side and on the total. I think it helps the under. So I'm debating which one of those to play right now. Well, if you like the total, best number you're going to find is here, 140 and a half
1: if you like the under, Uh, 139 and a half in other spots across town. All right, let's get to a game that I really like, and this line is telling you something. Texas Tech just beat Baylor earlier this week. Uh, I was on Texas Tech. They have the number one home court advantage in college basketball based off Ken Palm. They're not going to be home tomorrow. They're at Texas. And Texas, who has already lost to Texas Tech, is now laying, as it just jumped here at Circa, four. This number keeps moving on up. And I love Texas in this spot. I laid three and a half. I laid it went to three for a moment. I laid the three. Um I just I I am a very big situational better. And there's no bigger bit situation than this for Texas. Texas Tech coming off the Baylor loss, Chris Beard. I don't know if he was embarrassed, but that crowd was raucous. They they were they didn't do anything wrong. They were just that was a great crowd. Texas is want gonna want their revenge.
2: Big, big spot for the Longhorns gimme hook lay the three and a half. Yeah, I was actually really impressed with Texas winning at Oklahoma, a desperate backs against the wall Oklahoma team without Trey Mitchell, who's taking a leave of absence from the team. And I'm starting to think maybe there's a little uh, addition by subtraction there because they, the problem coming into the year with this team was pecking order. Like who, who's going to be the scorers? How do we feed all these miles, all these transfers that are coming in? You take Mitchell out. Maybe it's a little more of a, a guys slot into their roles, and they were able to get that big, big road victory. Like you said, the emotions are going to be high for this one. I'm with you. I, I don't, I don't make the line anywhere near four, but my, my gut, my heart, look at this and think it's the Longhorns game.
1: Yeah, and once again, I, I I'd be curious to see where this stops because, as I mentioned here at Circa, they just went to four. Uh, there were some offshore shops. I texted Aaron Oster, our producer, earlier today uh, because as the odds start trickling out, there was a couple offshore shops that actually opened this pick. And I'm like, get in on Texas now if you have the capabilities. No spot here in Vegas opened lower than three and a half. It got to three for a moment. Pretty much three and a half consensus.
2: Yeah, I think the Vegas odds makers here are wise to the angle that's going to be happening with this game. I'm sure people are going to want to back Texas as they should.
1: A lot of big, big games uh, tomorrow, including... One of the most confusing teams in college basketball, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Are they live at Rupp Arena? We'll break that down, continue through the card as it is a loaded Saturday. That's Jim Root. I'm Tim Murray. Come on back right here on the nightcap. Slash store.
0: This is the nightcap on vSIN, the Sports betting Network.
1: vSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get vSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Bucks sign up now and get our daily best bet emails 24/7 video access the upcoming college hoops betting guide bracket breakdowns plus full access to vison.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game this deal only happens once a year so don't miss out visit vison.com/madness to sign up today alongside Jim Root tonight I am Tim Murray we're going to continue looking through the Saturday slate of college basketball. We only got through a handful of games there. Um, by the way, tomorrow night, get fired up for the three-point contest. Fred Van Vleet and Trey Young, your co-favorites at plus 450. Patty Mills and Luke Kennard, five to one. CJ McCollum, Zach Levine, seven to one. Desmond Bain, plus 750. And apparently Carl Anthony Towns is in the three-point shooting contest. That's fun. Yeah, so. yeah. Why not? You have to pick a flyer
2: now. Who are you going with? Oh, uh, I'll go with Towns. The big man takes it back. Twelve to the, one. Yeah, the big man gets it done for, for all of them.
1: Rocking a uh, a new Pelicans jersey. Give me a C.J. McCollum. You talked about Norfolk State beating your alma mater on the same day. C.J. McCollum and Lehigh beat Duke. So, uh, I'll roll with uh, I'll roll with C.J. McCollum at seven to one. Um, Alabama at Kentucky. This number, I think people are going to be surprised. It's a it's a, maybe a little shorter than anticipated. It is sitting at seven or six and a half in some spots. I took the seven uh with Alabama, which betting Alabama is it's it's like a you know, a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. You might you might get a win over Gonzaga, or you might get a loss to Missouri or Iona or someone <laughs> like that. So this is risky, uh, but could they get hot? I think it's possible. It's you know, revenge spot they lost at home. They were held to what, fifty-five points against Kentucky yep. the last time they faced them. Um they're they're coming off uh, Tennessee, uh Kentucky's coming off the loss to Tennessee, so they might be a little amped up. So that doesn't make me thrilled about it. Uh but no tie tie Washington in all likelihood. Uh I, I think it's worth a gamble on Alabama. Wouldn't go crazy because it is just some high variance. Uh but yeah, I'll take the Crimson tie plus seven.
2: Yeah, I think as a dog, we like the variance. Uh, The fact that they went 3-for-30 from deep last game, I think is certainly not going to be repeatable. Uh, The Tide this year are 6-15 against the spread as a favorite. Very frustrating to bet on when they're laying points. They often let teams back in. But they're 3-2 as a dog. I I think I like that angle with them where they're a little feistier. Uh, They they compete hard. They do do that. The roster has some weird fit issues wanting to shoot as many threes as they do because their shooting isn't as strong as it was last year. They're 309th in the country at three-point shooting percentage,
1: okay? And they are 19th in the country in three-point field goals versus field goal attempts. The attempt rate, yeah. 46.6% of their shots are three-pointers, and they're shooting 30% from three.
2: Yeah, and a big part of that has been Javon Coinerly, (laughs) their starting point guard, last year shot like 47% from three, and this year he's at like 23 To to completely have your shooting percentages a problem, but a little bit of revenge angle. They're going back on the road. A team they've already lost to. I think Sheboy has a a monster game inside, sure, but I I like this Alabama spot quite a bit as well. So another game I bet while on the air tonight was
1: Florida catching four and a half. It's now down to three and a half. Interesting.
2: What did you do, Tim? Moving the line.
1: I didn't move nothing. Uh, (laughs) Usually it goes against me, but Auburn on the road tomorrow at Florida. This line is a little a little fishy. You're looking at, you know, uh a top top five team in the country in Auburn only laying three and a half against Florida. Uh desperate Florida team, right? Uh for probably
2: for, outside looking in right now in the NCAA tournament. This win
1: would make do wonders. Do you like the Gators keeping things close against Auburn tomorrow?
2: I never like trusting Mike White. But uh, <laughs> honestly, if I had to bet it, it would probably be that side. The last three road games in the SEC for, for Auburn, they won by one at Missouri, they won by two at Georgia, Were are both inferior mm-hmm. to Florida, and they lost at Arkansas in overtime. Like, they have not been in any sort of road juggernaut. I think they've only lost one game at home against the spread, but on the road, they're, they're average. They're not some unbeatable superhero. So with Florida as desperate as they are, they can compete in the paint. The Castleton versus Kessler, Duel is going to be great inside. Um, Three and a half is is maybe too short for me, but I like that four and a half that you got.
1: Uh, Let's get to a a game in Columbus. I don't know what to make of this Iowa basketball team. Uh, They stink on defense and they're good on offense. Well, that's what they were last year. Um, They're coming off a loss to Michigan at home earlier this week where they were laying five. Wish I was a part of that. That would have been nice. Uh, (laughs) Michigan won that outright. Now they're going on the road to Ohio State. Ohio State. Uh, You know, metrics like them, 16 and six. Uh, They're about to hit a stretch, Jim. We talked about where they've got a lot of games. Uh, I I just hate betting Iowa games. I I feel like I'm always on the wrong side. I'm going to stay off of this game. Uh, But, you know, right now we're looking at Iowa catching five or five and a half on the road in Columbus.
2: Yeah, it maybe is a little too high for me to lay, but I I like Ohio State a little bit there. Uh, Iowa away from home is a different team that they don't defend. They also have been considerably worse against top-level competition. Earlier in the show, I talked about how Duke is much better against the elite foes. was the opposite. They're going to blow out bad teams. That's why their analytical rankings are as high as they are. But I think facing a better team on the road in Ohio State, I just can't trust Iowa. So it would be Buckeyes or nothing for me there. Potential letdown spot tomorrow. As
1: we have Tennessee going on the road to Arkansas. And normally you don't see a discrepancy this big in Ken Palm versus the market, but that's what you're getting. Right now, Arkansas is laying three. Ken Palm has Tennessee winning by two. So you got a five point discrepancy between Ken Palm and the market. But this is a classic letdown spot for Tennessee coming off of that huge win over Kentucky. Now you got to go on the road to Fayetteville, take on Arkansas, Arkansas, you know, uh nice win uh, earlier this week against your alma mater, Missouri on the road. Uh, but this could be another situation like we saw last week, maybe not to the same level, but, uh, I would go Arkansas or pass here. I, I think this is a really tricky spot for Tennessee.
2: Yep. I, I think there's a, a very big reason why the spread is so different from Ken Palm. I, I think they want to take Tennessee money here because Arkansas at home is a different animal. They're nine and six at home against the spread. And I think they've been even better in conference play. Uh, I, I, I can't trust Tennessee, a team that is very young in the backcourt. They play two freshman point guards and Zakai Ziegler and Kennedy Chandler coming off a big emotional win going to a hostile environment I think that is tricky, tricky for Tennessee. I, I would certainly lean towards the hogs. Yeah. I might
1: I might look towards the hogs. I'm gonna have to delay the three. I there. might join you too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is such a letdown. I mean, you just smoked Kentucky. And now you've got I mean, look, you you guys saw that that atmosphere two Tuesdays ago, uh when Auburn came in there. I would imagine it's gonna be similar. The rave court
2: storm that they had.
1: Yeah. Which Honestly, that might have saved a melee because there was some fisticuffs coming here there momentarily. All right, a couple other ranked games, then we'll close out the show, maybe go off the radar a little bit, take a little little look at Sunday as well. At Second Chance Points is where you can follow Jim on Twitter. How about a revenge spot for Duke taking on Florida State? What happened to Florida State since that win, Jim? They they beat the Dukies, and then they've— Gone into hiding. They are terrible right now. Uh, Duke at home. You imagine Coach K is back, and right now, Duke laying,
2: you know, 15 against Florida State. I have a feeling that's going to keep ticking up, too. This this is a disaster spot for Florida State. Duke uh, Duke games are about how motivated they are. And a team that they have already lost to, I think they are going to be highly locked in. This is the second last home game for them. I think they're going to try to destroy Florida State. And Florida State will probably be without four of the five guys that started the last game against Duke. They have been wrecked by injuries. Osborne and Polite are out for the year. Evans and Mills are both doubtful for tomorrow, per Leonard Hamilton. I would bet at least one of them plays. He's usually coy about injury stuff. But it's a young Florida State team going against a angry, talented Duke team. I think the Blue Devils blow them out.
1: Florida State, this is how far they've fallen, folks. They are outside of the top 100 in Ken Palm, and they have a win over Duke. They are outside the top 100.
2: Yes. That is crazy. That blow they took at North Carolina, which is basically the roster they have now. Very, very limited. Uh, that that spells out how, how much trouble they could be in here.
1: Final game. I think this is another tricky spot for a top-ranked or a highly-ranked team. Kansas is going on the road to West Virginia. Look, I back, backed West Virginia uh, when they played um, Texas Tech, but they didn't have, have Tash Sherman in that game. Tash Sherman will play this game. Uh, they are they are desperate, 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 desperate for anything positive. They are catching five at home against West Virginia.
2: Yeah, they've won one of
1: their last... Against Kansas, games. excuse me.
2: Uh, this has been a house of horrors for Kansas. They they don't like going there. They have won two of the last four meetings, but prior to that, they have lost four in a row. It, it's a tough place for them to play. Like you said, backs against the wall for West Virginia. I kind of think the, the Mountaineers get this one done. I, it's not a team I've liked trusting this year, but it's a good, good spot. One of the best home
1: courts in all of college basketball hasn't really shown so much this year. All right, we will wrap things up. Maybe go off a little radar, get some of Jim's favorite plays on Saturday. It is the nightcap on Visa.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now wherever you're listening.
0: This is the Nightcap on FSN, the sports betting network.
1: Wrapping things up here on the nightcap. And folks, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits another way Vsin is here to make you a smarter better year-round check out today's betting splits for
2: every game on vsin.com Tim I've got an, an exciting text that came in uh it is a proposal on scoring system for our for our draft okay. basically what he's saying is by each round mm-hmm. you reduce the uh payout by half so if I've got Gonzaga four to one if they make it to the title game and lose it pays out two to one okay and if they make the final four it pays out one to one or even and then anything short of that is it's a loser. And so you can do that with all the with all the bets. All right, I like that. I like that. All right.
1: You'll be on charge of uh taking care of oh, that. Oh, I,
2: I can't wait to whip up a spreadsheet.
1: Yes. Please great. uh please do. We <laughs> yeah, we had a little fun. We had uh let's get a recap real quick. So Johnny Davis, worth a play at 12 to 1 at oh, yeah. DraftKings uh player of the year. We have tweeted that video out if you missed it at Vison Live on Twitter. We've had our little uh our little draft, our futures draft, which apparently we now have a scoring system for, which uh, I'm cool with. Uh, Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Auburn, Kansas, and Murray State to the final four is the selections from Mr. Root here. I went Auburn, Kentucky, Duke, Arkansas to the final four, and Tennessee. Those were my two long shots. Um Before we kind of go off the grid and uh, take a look, pick and choose spots here on the Saturday slate, uh, bets that I have made, I'm in on Texas, uh, laid the three and the three and a half. I am in on Alabama, took the seven, and I am in on... Florida, I did not take four and a half. I lied to you people. I, I'm looking at my spreadsheet now. I took three and a half. Okay. So, uh, I lied. I took three and a half. Uh, other place of the games we've hit on so far that you would uh, that you would endorse.
2: I kind of like that Xavier UConn under if Nate Johnson is out. Probably monitor his status. He sounds really iffy though. Uh, I, I think UConn can d them up anyway. And Xavier seems broken right now, so that would be one I, I would have liked. And uh, I'm trying to think what else we hit. Nothing on Illinois, Michigan State. I'm kind of with you on the Texas bet.
1: Yeah, Uh, and West Virginia, I'm waffling. I I might, that might be an ugly dog that I have to roll with. Just, just the way, just the way. Don't uh, watch that game. My mindset is, Uh, I'll give you one game, and then you can kind of go wherever you want. Um, I think this is a big revenge spot here in Las Vegas tomorrow night. Uh, Colorado State is uh, is coming to town. They're picking on uh, the running rebels of UNLV. Uh, Colorado State. Won five in a row now, uh, and uh, remember they lost at home on a Friday night to UNLV. Bryce Hamilton went went for 40. Yep, and 40, 42? Uh, yeah, I, uh, UNLV now laying a big number at home on the road. Uh, but this feels a little bit uh, reminiscent to the. Towson-UNC-Wilmington game we talked about. I know you like that play, too. I saw you give it on your best bets. There was a lot of people that liked Towson over UNC-Wilmington, but it's that revenge spot on the road. Uh, I'll lay the four with Colorado State uh, at Thomas and Mack tomorrow
2: night. Yeah, I like that. The The idea that the better team lost at home, and now they're going on the road, highly motivated. You like a motivated favor. If there's something you can point to, that the better team is going to be locked in and dialed, I think that's great. And and Colorado state certainly will be tomorrow. They won't give up 45 to Bryce Hamilton.
1: By the way, if we have any people who, who can research this, I don't know if Georgetown has ever been a 20 point underdog in the big East, but that is what we're seeing tomorrow night. I mean, that is just, just sad to be honest. I mean, you know, growing up in that area, uh, you know, big John. And then even, you know, Craig Estrick, those days were, were rough, but, you know, John Thompson III came in, and they had another run. Yikes, 20-and-a-half. They are that bad, though, man. They are that
2: bad. They're taking on Villanova on the road. Just trying to see if, they, if they've been a 20-point dog. It looks like 1999, they're a 20-and-a-half-point dog to that UConn team. That, that, won, the that title. won the title. Yep. That makes some sense. All
1: right. Take us wherever the road takes us, Jim Root. Anything on the board tomorrow that is jumping out at you?
2: I've got two actually kind of bigger games. i okay. got completely off the radar, which is surprising for me. I'm, I'm usually living <laughs> on the extra board. Well, so.
1: you know, you may have given some people Louisiana Tech on the money line to try to lower the juice on a Finland bet, and then the men of Ruston missed
2: 14 free throws. I can't believe we made it this far without you haranguing. The other one, one
1: <laughs> by the way, the other. So just a fun little. So yesterday, um, as as our listeners and, and viewers know, I've, I've kind of gotten into this. Olympic hockey kick here. Uh, So I was like, Finland's going to win. They ended up winning on the puck line. So I didn't need to do this. I did take on the puck line too, but I was like, I need something to lower the juice here. So I reach out to Mr. Root here. I'm like, give me some home favorites. Gonna win. He's like, all right, Cal Riverside one and covered. Yep. And then Louisiana tech. So just giving you Towson. What am I doing? Just give me Towson. But uh, we, we bounced back. We took uh, the, the, the LA money line parlay, USC and UCLA. All right. Two games you like, uh, pretty
2: normal size, not uh, obscure. What do we got? Yeah, I like Iowa State at home against Oklahoma. They're laying two. I love Hilton Magic. I think this team is much, much better at home, and Iowa State just, or excuse me, Oklahoma just lost a key piece, Elijah Harkless to injury for the entire season. He's one of the best defenders in the league. I, I think Iowa State, who, but you know, both teams are equally desperate because they've been struggling in the Big 12, but I like Iowa State quite a bit at home, laying only two. I think that's a good bet. Um, and then
1: anything else in uh, – we haven't mentioned any West Coast Conference action.
2: Anything in the West Coast Conference jumping out of you? I like Portland a lot. This isn't one of the teams that's headed towards the tournament, but they're they playing – They beat San Francisco a couple yes. weeks ago. They are playing awesome right now. They just beat the tar out of uh, uh, San Diego the other night. Now they're playing Pepperdine, who just gave a pretty good effort yeah. against Gonzaga. A lot of freshmen on that team. I think they – are not interested in playing Portland tomorrow night. So, I like Portland laying eight. Last one is also out west here. Oregon, the Ducks, getting 13 and a half at Arizona. This might feel insane with what Arizona's been doing to teams. Oregon just got blown out by Arizona State. Something tells me we get a feisty effort from the Ducks tomorrow. I I think they hang around. Getting double digits in league play for this team, I think, is too many. It's going to be a tough place to play, but I like the Ducks. I wouldn't disagree. Um,
1: You know, once again, you're getting a big discrepancy from Ken Palm to the line. But that, once again, Ken Palm isn't gospel. It's just a a reference point. Guide, yep. Um, And, you know, we've seen how good is your good. Oregon went on the road to both UCLA and USC and won outright in both of those games. So uh, I I wouldn't disagree uh, with that at all. Uh, A couple games, just to kind of pepper you and see uh, just a thought or two on these games tomorrow. BYU St. Mary's. Uh, St. Mary's. Uh, San Francisco, you're done. Done to me. Uh, <laughs> even though they only lost by five, and I saw what was it was at ShockQuality.com said uh, 58% of the time, you know, San Francisco wins this game. Uh, they lose by five. Don't get the cover. St. Mary's, quick turnaround. BYU, it
2: feels like they're kind of done uh, at large chances. St. Mary's, big a pretty big number, though. Six. Yeah, six for a team that plays low possession games is really more defensive than offensive. And a key piece, Alex Dukas, their best shooter, got hurt in that San Francisco game. So as much as I want to lay it with St. Mary's because BYU is floundering, I'm not I'm not en- it's I'm not strong enough to take uh, to lay the touchdown here. So I wouldn't take BYU either, but the Gales just have enough injury questions with Dukas right now.
1: Notre Dame and Wake Forest, Notre Dame life and death of Boston College looked like the I wouldn't say inferior team, but especially defensively, it was surprising how easy Boston College was was getting buckets. Uh, Notre Dame now getting six on the road at Wake Forest. Wake Forest coming
2: off an emotional loss at Duke. Too many points for Wake Forest to be laying here? What it felt like to me. I looked at this, and I don't think these teams are that far apart on a neutral court. Uh, Wake Forest, solid home court, but not not to the point where I'm giving four or five there. So I, I thought Notre Dame, who is still playing for that ACC title, they are tied right up there with Duke. Uh, I think they can hang around, keep that one close. Uh, getting six. I think that's solid. A fun
1: game in the A-10. Davidson who can shoot the lights out and certainly be a team that can make a run uh, in March, assuming they get there. Uh, They're laying two at home. Pretty short number against St. Louis.
2: Yeah, Davidson's been really bad as a big favorite this year. That's part of what has brought their analytical rankings down. But in a game where they just got to win, they've been terrific Mm -hmm. in the A-10. And St. Louis has never won at Belk Arena. Only played there three times, but I've seen some slew fans say it's a little bit of a house of horse for them. I, I think Davidson is a pretty solid bet, too. Lane two, I will probably be on that one.
1: All right. Davidson, Iowa State, Portland, Xavier, Yukon under. Me and you riding the hook'em horns. Let's right. go. Uh Texas as well. All right. That is uh it's pretty much gonna wrap up the show here. Just looking at uh the Sunday slate. Houston, Wichita, Michigan State, Michigan, Wisconsin. Memphis, M- SMU. Memphis,
2: SMU is a great one. Yeah. I, I kind of think Memphis is going to get their, their road revenge there because they lost Ooh. at home to SMU. Kendrick Davis is banged up for SMU. I like Memphis. All right. And Purdue revenge
1: spot against Rutgers from way back in December. Hey, thanks to Derek Stevens and Big Balls for joining the show. Thanks to Jim Root sitting in for Mr. King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap. We will talk to you on Monday right here on BC.
0: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
2: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
0: This is Uncanny USA.
2: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs)